0: Hallelujah. Glory to God. What another wonderful day to be alive. What another wonderful day to live for the Lord. Taylor, God bless you. Thanks for joining me. David, thank you for joining me. I appreciate you. Listen, let's get strengthened in the Lord today. Listen, the word of God says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I'm going to tell it to you like this. The only way that we're going to be strong in the Lord, and I know a lot of times it, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't seem like this is uh, uh, the thing that's going to work, but the Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We're going to, we're going to hear the word of God uh, this morning. Listen, we are going to be strengthened today. I'm telling you right now, listen, there is a fight. And heaven is waging war against the kingdom of darkness. I know that you've experienced it. I know that you might be feeling it. I know you might be going through it. But I'm going to tell you something right now. The Bible says that heaven suffers violence, but the violent take it by force. Listen, there are more of us in the spirit, in righteousness, with the Lord Jesus Christ, than there are of our enemies. I want you to know something. Today is a wonderful day that the Lord has made. And if you'll walk in his power and the spirit of his might, I'm telling you, we were designed to overcome. It doesn't matter what you're going through because listen, what matters is the one who fights for us. I know it might look disastrous. I know that you might look like you're in quicksand. You might even look like uh uh you're swimming and 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 you're you're trying to stay above water, but I'm here to tell you that the devil is a liar. And if you would just continue to believe, faith is how we please God, and faith is how we move mountains. Listen, we've been talking about the Holy Spirit, the third person in the Trinity. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm moving right along uh this morning, and I'm here to tell you that. The most important thing in your life right now, the neighborhood preacher wants to tell you the most important thing in your life is having a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Listen, when we went through John chapter 14, verses 15 through 18, and we went through John chapter 14, uh, verses 25, and we went through John chapter 15, verses 26, and we went through John chapter 16, verses 5 through 15. I want to remind you of something. It all starts this way. Jesus is about to be murdered for the sins of man. So stay with me. Jesus is about to be murdered. Share this live right now. Whoever you have that you believe would benefit from this, start to share it and start to get the word out there. Not because of me, but because of what God might do through the message. May we have ears to hear and eyes to see, and may we have a heart to understand this morning. Jesus begun or begins to tell his disciples, his apostles, I have to leave. And because I have to leave, it's better that I do, for I will send you the Holy Spirit. A lot of times we think, oh, this is a wonderful, beautiful, pretty experience that takes place. We get saved. We come to the knowledge of Christ. And wow, our lives are revolution re- revolutionizing or or, or they're going to change dramatically. Let me tell you something. When you accept Christ, now the Holy Spirit has come to make his home, the Bible says, inside of you. But what I want you to understand is the key to receiving the Holy Spirit, Jesus says, If you love me, you will keep my words. He says, if you keep my words, I will pray to the Father to send you another helper. Why? Because me and you cannot do this alone. Just having a mental uh, assent that God is God and that Christ is Christ is not enough. What I mean is just because you believe in God, listen, the Bible says that demons believe in God and they tremble at his name. What I'm telling you is me and you were created for more than just believing. Me and you were created for more than just believing that God is God. For more than just believing that Christ is the Messiah that he laid down his life for the sins of man. Me and you were created for much more and it was to bear fruit and it was to walk in the power of his spirit with signs and wonders that follow with being undefeated, with being overcomers, with walking in the spirit toward the in the inward man becoming like Christ, walking in the image of God. So Jesus says the key to receiving the helper, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth is to keep the words of Jesus. You know when you love somebody, You keep their word. The Holy Spirit generates this love and this power and this longing and this hunger and this thirst that we cannot possibly do on our own. If you stay with me, listen. Jesus said, I want to give you another helper. And here's why it's so important. Jesus is about to die. He says I want to give you another helper and the and the helper the Holy Spirit I need you to understand this and I need you to be able to teach this to somebody and I need you to know that you know that you know this the Holy Spirit is here to teach us all things every time I went to school just because I was going to learn something did not mean that I liked it we are going to walk a path that is narrow We are going, like David said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. We were created to be warriors, to be militant, to walk out the word of God, to be empowered by his spirit. And it's not always going to be roses and butterflies. We must get that as soldiers of Christ and servants of God. We must get that deep down rooted into our being, knowing that this life is going to be full of challenges, full of disappointments, full of mistakes, full of hurt, full of pain, but it's also going to be full of overcoming power, of joy, of seeing God's blessings, of seeing God turn around what Satan meant to destroy you, what Satan meant to murder you, kill you, to rob from you. God will, we will see God turn things around that could not be turned around. The Holy Spirit is here to teach us all things. It's here to remind us of the words of God, the words of Jesus and the words that Jesus spoke. It is to help us bind them around our heart and not only keep them in our heart, but remember how to walk in them. The Holy Spirit's function is also to be a witness to Christ. If you find yourself slacking, lacking, or not even the present ability or power to be a witness unto Jesus, you need to ask yourself, do you really have the Holy Spirit indwelling within you? The Holy Spirit's function, and this is not my Ideology. This is not my opinion. This is an experience that I have seen from my own uh, life, my own my own uh, journey with God. I know that I am able to boldly be a witness for Jesus Christ. I'm able to stand against sin. I'm able to say, no, I'm not going that way. No, I'm not going to feed into this. No, I'm not going to count myself out. No, I'm going to continue to have praises on my lips, no matter what I'm going through. The reason that I'm able to stand and walk with God, I'm able to have an overcoming life. I'm able to deny sin, deny the flesh is because of the power of the spirit of God. A lot of times people go to the altar. A lot of times people go to to, to their knees in, in their life. They receive Jesus Christ and they expect that their life is to just radically change just because they believed. Your life has already radically changed when you believed on the name of Christ. You are set free from sin. There is no more condemnation. Your slate has been wiped clean. You are now not aliens or enemies of God. You are close to God, so close you've become one with Him. But there is now The spirit of the Lord that has dwelled inside of you. Do me and you have a relationship with the spirit of God? He's real. The Bible says he's the Holy Spirit. He's the spirit of truth. He guides and leads us into all truth. He teaches us all things. He reminds us the words of Jesus. He's here to be a witness. He's here to convict the world of sin. And he's here to judge the false lies, the the propaganda, the ideology, the theologies, the the antichrist spirits. The things that rise up against the truth of God. That is what the Holy Spirit's function is here for. Are we functioning in that? Are we functioning in the power of the Holy Spirit? Are we trying to walk our walk with God on our own? The Bible says that we can do nothing, say that, nothing without God. We can do nothing without His Spirit. What am I saying today with 14 minutes left? I'm saying today that the most important investment, it's not the NASDAQ, it's not your finances, it's not only your marriage, it's not only yourself, it's not only your children and your family and your job, the most important thing that you can invest in is a relationship with the Holy Spirit. He's not a cliche. He's not just a word. He's not something you hear about in church. He lives and dwells in you. Look this scripture up for yourself so I don't feed you everything because right now I could be spoon feeding you me and you as believers of God must be able to serve ourselves food, break it down and eat it up like meat. We must be giving ourselves some solid food. And here's what I'm going to say to the body of Christ today. Have you ever heard of meal replacements? Mm, come on, I'm preaching way too good. Have you ever heard of supplements and meal replacements? That's what we want to do with the kingdom of God. That's what we want to do with each other. That's what we want to do with the... Word of God. We want to have meal replacements. Let me get a fast food drive-in, hear a little good word on TikTok or Instagram, and think we're going to have overcoming power and an amazing relationship with the Holy Spirit. That is a lie from hell. You got to put in work like Any relationship that truly matters, any relationship that truly, truly, you got to touch that relationship. You got to say hello from time to time. You got to get in there and meditate. You got to get in there and spend some time if you want especially an amazing relationship with the Spirit of God. You want an amazing relationship with the Spirit of God. He must be desired. He can't be heard about at church. He can't be talked about. He can't be a cliché. If you want an amazing relationship with the Spirit of God, He's got to be your only desire. You want to do great things for the Lord. You want overcoming power. You want staying power. You want to resist the devil. You want to overcome in all things in the flesh. You want God to use you, speak to you, show you something. If you want God to guide and lead you into all truth, to be a witness of Himself, to Have signs and wonders follow you. You have to desire more than anything the Spirit of God. And yes, He's come to dwell inside of you because you gave your life to the Lord. But now there is a responsibility on our part that we must desire the Holy Spirit more than anything. And I know this is a lack that is preached in many churches. And I'm not saying this in a negative way. What I'm trying to tell you is if we would preach, how we can have power through the Holy Spirit, let me tell you something. We would already be overcoming. We would already be standing with our hands raised up in victory. We wouldn't be dealing with that addiction over and over, that struggle over and over, that sin over and over. We wouldn't be in the pastor's office day in and day out. We wouldn't continue to say, brother, sister, pray for me. I'm not saying that those things are good. What I'm saying is God has designed us to have the same Spirit that rose Jesus from the dead. And if God's Spirit lives in us that can raise Jesus from the dead, then why are me and you walking around pouting, defeated? With our heads down to the ground. Why even in the storm are we getting beat by the storm and letting it take us down? Why don't we have eyes of fire, faces of flint, focused and saying, I know that God can do above and beyond what I think or can imagine. Why are we not believing big? Why are we not believing that is it too hard for God. No, nothing is too hard for God. And this is the kind of spirit we must war. We must, we must roar as a lion. We must, we must take back what has been stolen. We must stand our ground. We must walk in purpose. We must believe that God's fire and power and spirit is living and breathing and dwelling within us. We say, we go to the altar, we lift our hands and we say, Lord, have your way in me. What are you talking about? How can we say to God, have your way in me? And we have no relationship with his spirit. Thank you all of you for for joining. I appreciate you. Listen, the Bible says that God gave us a helper. I got nine minutes left and it's going to get good. God gave us the Holy Spirit and it's not so we can get little goosebumps. The Bible says that it's to teach us all things. How many of you guys, just like me, know, hey, Rach, how many of you guys know we have a lot left to learn? Hallelujah. We got so much to learn, so much to see, so much to experience. God is pouring out his spirit upon all flesh, but the Holy Spirit was given so that we would be a witness. And right there, some people will stop and say, I don't know if I can do that. Then I don't know if you have the spirit of God because it's not a question. It's not a suggestion, and it's not an offer. It is something that functions. When you hit the gas on a car, if it's working properly, it moves forward if it's in gear. If you're in gear with the Spirit of God, you will be a witness to Jesus Christ. And if you're having trouble being a witness to Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit's function is also to convict to convict of righteousness. He tells you that what you're believing is either right or wrong. He tells you that whatever method, ideology, religion, uh, knowledge, whatever it is, he questions it. He he prompts you to challenge it. The Holy Spirit is also here for judgment. He judges the world of their false lies and ideology. Here's one thing I want to share with you before I leave and it's powerful. 1st Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 19 says Do not quench the spirit. You have the spirit of God living and dwelling in you. Imagine in our past, right? Not like it matters now, but imagine how we've dragged the spirit of God through so much muddy waters, so much sin so much of the world. I want to say this to you, my brothers and sisters. The kingdom of God is not for the reckless. The kingdom of God is not for the careless. The kingdom of God is not for those that want a happy Sunday. The kingdom of God is for those that will be a witness to the Son of God. The kingdom of God is more than religion and its fake power. The kingdom of God is not for the immature or careless or those that will pick and choose when they walk the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is for those that will become sons and daughters of the king. The kingdom of God is for those that will walk in the power and authority of the word of God. What's disqualifying me and you from doing that? Nothing. Because the blood of Jesus Christ has washed away your sin. The Bible says that he became sin. That knew no sin. So we might through him become the righteousness of God in Christ. Hallelujah. There's nothing that can stop us, nor height, nor depth, nor slave, nor free, can stop us, can separate us from the love and power of God, except ourself. If you deny the Holy Spirit's place and intimacy with you, you will continue to remain in that same place that we've always been. The Spirit of God must be desired more than anything in this life. I don't care where we attend. I don't care who we know. I don't care who you are. If you're not desiring the Spirit of God, you will not see signs and wonders that follow. You must desire the Spirit of God for the Spirit of God to have a relationship with you. I got four minutes and I'm going to say it like this. There's a song and there's a scripture that says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And about half of us are walking in defeat. Where the spirit of the Lord is, There is freedom. Here's a question to you. Where is the Spirit of the Lord? He's living and dwelling in you. He's living and dwelling in you. And as soon as we hear where the Spirit of the Lord is, There is freedom. All of a sudden, we come to the altar or we come to this place in our worship and we're searching for the Spirit of God. He's already living and dwelling within you. God, help us. The Spirit of God is living and dwelling, living in us. We should be walking in freedom already. We should be walking in overcoming power already. What happened in my life where I began to walk powerless, defeated, being robbed from Satan and the ways of the world? I started not or I started to stop my I, I stopped my relationship with the Holy Spirit. I stopped believing. Just because you believe once does not mean that you're gonna have an overcoming walk with God. You must continue to believe. Your faith is the only thing that can please God, and I casted away my faith. I no longer wanted its value. I traded in my faith for what the world could give me. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There are some of us today not experiencing the power of the Holy Spirit and its freedom. I want you to know that the Holy Spirit is the only thing here on the earth and it's dwelling and living with inside of believers if the believer doesn't have an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit and desire the Holy Spirit God's hands are tied because he's given us the power and the authority to exercise his will on the earth now God is sovereign God will have his way regardless. But the believer was designed to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit so that signs and wonders would follow. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Then why do our attitudes change so much? Why are we walking in defeat? Why do we end up in sin? Why is the storm kicking our butt? Because we no longer are believing in the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit brings freedom. I don't care what it is that we face in life. Jesus Christ and his power and the blood has already overcome all the power of the enemy. He's placed his spirit within us to overcome all the power of the enemy, to be overcomers, to stand, to overcome with, and find victory in every situation. Now it's only right that we go through hell sometimes. It's only right that we go through the darkness. It is only right that God takes us to a hard path. So that signs and wonders will follow us, so that we'll experience victory and faith and will increase in faith like never before. I used to deny those hard paths, I didn't like them. But what God is doing, and what God will always do, is make an opportunity for His Spirit to overcome. And that means the spirit of the world, the things of the world, and anything we are going through where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. We don't need to run to that altar all the time. The altar is already on the inside of us. My time's expired, but you know me. Listen, your neighborhood preacher loves you. God bless you. May he cause his face to shine Upon you, and may He give you a hunger and a thirst for the Spirit of God like never before. Here's my encouragement to you: speak to the Holy Spirit. Make some intimate, quiet time for Him to bring you to your knees, to bring you to yourself in Christ. So many times we think, and I used to think, I was in the right place, but I was in so much of the control. The Holy Spirit is amazing. And what this world needs is for me and you to walk in the power and relationship of the Spirit of God. He'll give you the right words to say. He'll help you learn what it is you need to learn. He'll give you the power to overcome what you need to overcome. Holy Spirit, come upon us now. Holy Spirit, refresh us, energize us in the things of God now. Stir up the Spirit of God within us and cause an overwhelming river of water a hunger and a thirst for you like never before. Holy Spirit, come and transform us again and again. But you're like precious oil in a lamp. You must continue to be refreshed within us. Teach us your ways. Expose yourself to us. Forgive us of the hardness of heart that we've had toward you. The ignorance that we've had toward you. Our eyes are open. Our spirit is open. Our ears are open to what it is that you want to do. In the mighty name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, have your way. Your neighborhood preacher loves you. Stay up. Stay prayed up. That's the most important thing you can do in your walk with God. I love all of you, fam. I appreciate all of you for joining me. It really encourages me. And I just praise the Lord that I'm in my right mind. I'm in my right spirit. And there is nothing that me and you cannot overcome or accomplish when we have the spirit of God. Stay up. Stay prayed up. Until then, I'll see you next time. Bye.